How did you be so successful when it's not your calling? Because some, you just kind of have to put your head down and like we're told to just, this is, this is the way, you know, like this is what you got to do. Like, this is like the cards that you're, you're going to play. Like, this is the hand, like you got to do it. And I did, I put my head down and I just, I did it. Um, and then, yeah, I just got to a point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. I was like showing up every day to work, logging on my computer and we're just like, this is, this is like hell. Like, I, I just can't do this anymore. Um, and I, I like through this process too, I, I, passed my CPA like I have an active CPA license now Uh, I did all the things I was told but I was never satisfied with where I was at what's your favorite thing about Starbucks talk about it right now just the fact that I could get in the drive-thru which is supposed to be fast and at any time of day spend like 45 minutes there that's like the best part because then I get to go on my phone. I get to check social media. It's God, like, I, I love social media. It's like a personal, like, it's like if I want to block my calendar, I just go to Starbucks because I know I'm going to be there for like 45 minutes in the drive-thru. <laughs> the um. drive <laughs> Now, that's a coffee experience. No, yeah. we're actually recreating, a, like, kind of what the podcast is, is just like a coffee experience because I think you get into, like, deeper conversations when you have coffee. Yeah, I think it's probably just like the like the serotonin release of just like caffeine. Is, is it serotonin? I don't know if it's serotonin. I kind of just made that up. But yeah, well, if it I'm, is, it just it makes me so good. Major. Were you really? Yeah. So Damn. You can't bullshit around me. I know the the flux and the ebbs and flows of dopamine, serotonin. Um, I don't know what coffee does. I think it's a. I know it's like a stimulant, but yeah, does that just make you more social? Like I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you think about most stimulants, like would you consider alcohol a stimulant? It is. It's both yeah. a stimulant and a depressant. Yeah. So like, that's like, kind like of a sedative, right? As well. I think so. Yeah. Alcohol is weird. It's if bad you're for you, about dude. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're and you're having us go to Helms and that, bro. I'm like, just give me water. Yeah, that's the crazy thing about Run Club. It's like it's just a social club now that just, that runs. Yeah, and yeah, it's just I don't even know. I I I don't even know where to start about how that how that came to be. But we got it. Crazy. Don't don't yeah. you worry. That's crazy, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Like, congrats to you because yeah. I think it's dope. I literally just got introduced to it like a month ago. Yeah, and now like it's I've been going. It's pretty lit. Yeah. So how'd you hear about it? uh friend named klaus he's uh he i think he just was he's he's like a runner too and he's kind of in the area and then um he just said bro there's like at this club like you because like we would like to run just pull up and he, he didn't even go the first time so i like, went by myself and i was like holy <laughs> shit dude this is stressful yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I'm, I'm slightly extroverted but i was like fuck and then i yeah. ended up meeting people and it was fine but um that was kind of it just like word of mouth which is like yeah. everything right i can only imagine what it feels like to be Cause I don't know if like, I always, I'm just like, oh, like raise your hand if you're new, blah, blah, blah. I can only imagine what it's like to be like someone new, like coming up to like new Run club now. It's terrifying. Um, Cause there's so many people, dude, every week. And is that, is that what you want? Dude, I, I never expected it to be what it is really? uh, ever. Like I, like, I think I was just telling you right before this, I actually hated running. Surprisingly. Yeah. Oh yeah we have I, to, cause I hated no running. Way. Yeah. Cause I, uh, I grew up a soccer player and like you could probably attest to uh but the moment you heard our coach just like say we're gonna start conditioning you just like your blood starts boiling and uh my coach was he was a british coach he was like Typical. all right lads we i'm saying that like the pc version but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the moment you heard that come out of his mouth you just knew like we're gonna be running for the next 45 minutes an hour just like dead sprints all across the field after we just practiced after we just just beat ourselves to death just doing whatever drills we were doing 
So running to me just had like, I had this natural like PTSD from it where it was never something I enjoyed. Um, and then moving out here not too long ago, there were so many people who were just running on their free time. And I was like, how? Like, why? Like, why do you do that? That's like, crazy that you're saying all this. Like, I tried it. Like, I tried just throwing on some hokas. Like, I just had no direction and I just ran. Clifton nines. Yeah, literally. And then literally within like 10, 15 minutes, my feet hurt, my ankles hurt, like my like my back hurts. I'm just like, oh my God. Like, I have a side cramp. And oh, uh, yeah, the side you're just so used killer. to running so fast in soccer, you don't realize like yeah. there's a whole different, I guess, like echelon of, of like pacing yourself and figuring out how to run which I thought I knew how to do, but yeah. So I, I hated it for the longest time. Two miles are what we're trained to do, the two-mile test. I don't know if you had that for your teams or stuff. Two-mile test? What, what's we, that? Like you, you'd have to get sub-12.30 and make sure that oh. you... So it's like you run fast enough for yeah. just that short distance, and it's still long, but like you don't do five miles. Like, yeah. So the run club, which is in Newport, hence the hats, right? Yeah. Did not plan yeah. that. Shout-out Newport Run Club. Shout-out Newport Run Club to yeah. both cameras. <laughs> Great hat, you know? Yeah. That's all I come for. Um, I wish I got a free one on my first, by the way. I didn't know oh, that. No. I didn't know that. Maybe yeah. maybe this connection, bro, I can <laughs> I, I can abuse, but yeah. Um I, I did bring some. There's one in my car. Did you actually? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. There's two actually. Wow. Maybe. This we'll is see. a conversation for yeah, after, this conversation a private is. one. Because yeah. you don't want people knowing that you just give things away. Like you have to yeah, market. Don't these give hats. away free hats. Go to newportrunclub.com. They're not even that expensive. They're thirty dollars. It's fine. Yeah. I bought one. It was so worth it. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for the support. That's literally the only thing that like keeps our club afloat literally just really? selling trucker hats yeah well because you do all all these partnerships and stuff and yeah like, like how do you navigate that because now you're at this place you got like what like four thousand followers instagram uh, yeah 4600 now 4600 yeah. and yeah just tell all me organic. how like, you navigate that dude it's a learn by doing every single day um like i i don't come from a marketing background or like a social media background at all um i just like to post cool things and i think that's what really fueled run club and just like an extension of my own personality yeah but to that point it's like our our instagram dms are flooded it's just like people wanting to sponsor us people wanting what? to like give out free products people emailing us and like the hardest part to navigate is just like the one thing that keeps run club or makes run club run club is people just come and they feel like they're not being hassled or haggled or people aren't handing out flyers. It's just a free community event just driven by the community. So the hardest part of navigating is figuring out like what companies or partnerships actually provide value to us and ones that aren't just trying to like get eyeballs and like get clicks and get views and get purchases. Um, so there's a lot of people that we turn away daily. Um, but the partnerships that we have been able to navigate have been people who actually already come to Run Club. So, really? yeah, so we recently partnered with Lululemon, uh, which um, I don't know if you saw. I did not. Um, we Congratulations. Hosted this, yeah, thank you. That's so awesome. Yeah, we had this whole community event at the Lululemon Fashion Island store, um, which consisted of like a breathwork yoga experience. Oh, yeah. And then we navigated a 5K around Fashion Island, which is kind of nutty to, to say the least, because it's one of the most pristine malls that in is. South OC. Um, and um yeah, it turns out that half that store was already coming to Run Club. Um, they were they the girls there, the guys there just heard about it, and they were all I guess fighting to get their shifts covered on Wednesdays to make it to Run wow, Club. That's funny. Until one day, they just saw an opportunity that they were trying to expand their community, and they've tried hundreds of times to do so, and they just have never been able to just do what we've been able to do, and that's just like any other any other avenues that we just provided so much value up front where there was no no incentive behind us to try and sell you something or try and get you to 
become a member or, or whatever. It was just like, hey, we're going to run at 6.30 p.m. every day at Ben Carlson and come come join us. Yeah, I, I want to get further into those partnerships because that's a whole different dynamic once you yeah. get in a certain level of success. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you get to this? I know we're going to try to tackle yeah. this question because how did you get to the place you are now? Because you just said <laughs> yeah. you don't like running. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. We, no one likes running. Yeah. It's right? hard. It Running's sucks. hard. Running sucks. And a lot of the good things end up having to suck, at least at first. And it's delayed gratification and all, the, yeah. all, all oh, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it sucks. That and too. you're a soccer player. You hated working out, like like the fitness stuff after practice. So yeah. let's try to figure out how we can get from young Jake. Yeah. By the way, what's your full name? I don't even know Jacob. your full name. Jacob Luna. Luna. Luna's yeah. the last name. Yeah, I didn't even like know your last name. Spanish. Yeah. Okay. That's why my Instagram handle beep it out j moon <laughs> really yeah j y y moon that is like, smooth. J- like jacob luna so yeah. take me from the beginning as much as you can go as deep that is important for this so yeah i'll i'll, I'll take you way back let's do um, it so i think like so growing up like i grew up not too far from here um like coming like my earliest memories like especially with my dad was just literally getting pulled out of school to like come wash the wedge um when it was just yeah firing um so growing up, like, although I wasn't living in Newport, I just always knew, like, this is what the place I, I called home. Um, so naturally, as I got older, as I graduated college, went to Cal Poly, um, okay. and uh, I major, actually majored in accounting. Um, so I knew right away I wanted to move to Newport. But leading up to that, I was just had a sports background. I was playing club soccer competitively. Um, I did the whole echelon of, like, ASO sports, of, like, basketball. Of course baseball football etc so i always had that just athlete mindset and kind of that drive already um but the moment i graduated college and everything stopped like i i felt so lost like i was like what do i do now um like i was in this structured program my entire life i was told when to sit when to stand where to go to eat what to eat when to train when to study and then all of a sudden all that was gone so the structure was just absent. So I did everything in my power to f- figure that out. So that's when obviously like I did my own research and of trying to find the podcast that could kind of keep me motivated, trying to read the books that could keep me motivated, trying to learn about um, finance and accounting, which was already my profession, but from a more personal finance standpoint. Um, and then through that, I got hired at a big four accounting firm um, out, of wow. co- out of college. So Where? Um, I worked at Deloitte. Wow, yep. Yeah, so that's, that's uh, big time. for those Again. who don't know, um, accounting is set up with basically four of the big four firms that basically run the whole show, um, Deloitte being one of them. It was quite a soul-sucking career. Um, okay. Like I loved, I grew up in sports. I loved photography, music, all those things combined. But the moment I started working uh, was the moment where I had to literally sacrifice majority of my life just to my job. Um, the hours could go from 60, 70, 80 hours a week, sometimes 90. Um, so you could imagine waking up at 7 a.m., going to bed and closing your laptop at midnight and then having to do it all over again for months on end. So being lost in this world and also having a job which doesn't necessarily allow you the free time to try and navigate it, um, you kind of just wake up one day and you're just like, what the, what the, what the fuck am I doing? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I managed to stay in that profession for about four years. And that's when I started seeing all these like little run clubs pop up. Um, 
we got, I mean, I got inspiration from seeing run clips, like in Pacific Beach, there's a huge one in Venice. Shout out to what they've done down there. God, yeah, nice. um, huge one in, in San Francisco, New York. And when I was trying to figure out my relationship with just maintaining my athleticism, um, the, the like the gyms around here just weren't cutting it. Like um, I was trying to like sign up for all these workout classes, going to all these hit classes, yeah. trying to get that same structure. But I was paying 150, 200 bucks, 300 bucks a month to try and just do that. Um, so when I saw these other run clubs pop up in my mind, I was like, oh, that looks that looks sick. Like, why isn't there one here? Um, so I looked up just Newport Run Club, didn't find it. So all, all these other run clubs, but to me, I was just like, that was never, it didn't seem appealing to me. It seemed like a little bit more, of, I wouldn't call it a, a mundane experience because all those all those other run clubs have built amazing communities. Yeah. But for me personally, I never found the run club that said like, like, fuck yeah, like, that's what I want to be. That's where I want to go. And that's who I want to, like, associate my my time and myself with. Um, And, um, yeah, and I had this idea and kind of had brought this up to another coworker at Deloitte. Um, her name's Talia. She's an incredible, incredible human. Um, so shout out to Talia for... Shout out to Talia. Pu- for pushing me along this journey as well. Um, And she was exact opposite of me. She was an avid runner, just running every morning at like 7 a.m., like religiously. Oh, yeah. So she had that relationship with running that I didn't. And um, she was running with her boyfriend, Zach, and some friends uh, who went to slow. And um, I had I brought it up at a, like a work happy hour event at a La Vida Cantina in Costa Mesa. So I was drinking Margs, and I was like, oh, I'm thinking about starting a run club, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, shout out to this trash can right here. Oh, is he didn't come this way? Is he? Uh, is he good? Ethan, Ethan, are you going to move him? Dude, you're a homie. I love you, Ethan. Shout out to Ethan. Shout out to Ethan. Yeah, there's yeah. a trash. Yeah, production crew, Ethan. There's a garbage truck literally setting up behind, so... Ethan's dragging the other trash can. Um, yeah, let's, we, we love you, Ethan. To give like a visual for the audience, for those who don't know, if you ever have, if you ever try to like wheel like an ice chest along the sand, that ex- that's, exactly that's exactly what Ethan's doing right now. <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually. Like, you ever see those giant like igloo trash cans that people are just? They're really big. Why are they so round? Like, yeah, I don't know. I I I just noticed it today. I was like, why are these so? massive and like they're circular at the top oh these trash cans yeah they're, they're just a little bit different i yeah. don't know i'm just not a newport i'm a san yeah. clemente guy so <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh I yeah I, I don't know what's up thank you ethan love you thanks ethan so back to the, the story we were uh at a happy hour um just drinking margs um casual casual work happy hour and the thing about big four accounting is that they sacrifice your soul but the happy hours are great you just, okay you just, you just show up um, <laughs> yeah. so the blood's flowing for sure and the, the 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 creative juices are flying, and um, I just brought it up. I was like, ah, oh, like I'm thinking about starting a run club. Um, I've seen so many like pop up, and I don't know why there's not one around here. Yeah. And um, she kind of was just like, ah, oh, like you know, like like you come run with us. Like I have my run club. And um, at the time, it was just her, her, her boyfriend, and a couple of her friends, um, just running, just like doing doing just running together, um. And she had the, uh, I guess, the graciousness in her soul to invite myself and my roommate for the very first time as, like, again, like, the, the idea is flowing of me trying to start this run club. Yeah. And um, we started, it was, like, on a Wednesday, 6.30 p.m., 7 p.m. maybe, uh, like, December, early December, maybe December, like, 8th or something like that, pitch black, cold, windy, everything that is not fun about the time change. No. And uh, we started on 36th Street. 
and we ran towards the river jetties and back just this little 5k and before i knew it the run was over and i was like oh like what just happened and i realized the whole time like we're all just chatting getting to know each other we're just like our our minds are like stimulated just through our conversations and our bodies are kind of working out. And before you knew it, like I looked at my watch and I was like, oh crap, we run three miles. I was the like, easiest three miles I've ever ran in my life. That's how it is. Um, and that's when I was like, we, we need to become Newport Run Club. And I never, I didn't see it on the Instagram, like any Instagram handle that had Newport Run Club at the time. So yeah. I said, right when I got home, I, I decided, you know what, like we're going to be the run club that I've been looking for. And that's when Newport Run Club was born. What year is this? This was December of 2022, so okay. um, less than a year ago. Um, Dang. Yeah, so it's only been going on officially for about 10, 10 months um, up to date. When did you graduate college? I graduated college in 2018. Okay. Um, so I was four and out. Um, graduated high school 2014. Um, so it's been some time. So the World Cup years you got. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Even even the World Cup, you started the Run Club in four. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize it was like it was twenty twenty two. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, I had a friend who who did consulting at Deloitte, and I think he is still doing it. But I'm I'm always interested because from the outside, I'm like, oh wow, that's a really good job. And it is. And, it's an amazing. And, you job. know, it's yeah. like it's so hard to get that. You yeah. have to work so hard. You have to be really smart. Yeah. And work your connections and all the interview process. And, yep. You know, and then once you get there, like I feel for me, I. Be like, oh, I I have it all figured out. I got that job. But yeah. then this is lifestyle that you yeah. you know open up on being like just not for you. And so yeah. how hard was it to kind of give that up? And or like um, I, or yeah. I have you even given it up? Like like where are you yeah. at with that now? Because you have this run club. Like how do yeah. you navigate both of those? Um so I I actually quit Deloitte um about two months ago in September. Wow, okay, months two months ago. ago. Yeah. Um where I kind of said enough is enough. And I think I think the reason why, like, what, or the way I was able to navigate it, I just kind of looked myself in the mirror and, like, the things that I was good at versus the things that I was doing just weren't aligning. So that really created, like, a gap in, like, my quote-unquote why, per se. So, like, yeah, people try to find their why, or at least from my perspective, like, when I try to find mine, I was just trying to figure out what I was good at. And it was just the exact opposite of what I was doing. So it created just, like, a lot of, like, mental stress and anxiety innately because i felt like this this is not like my calling how did you be so so successful when it's not your calling because some you just kind of have to put your head down and like we're told to just this is this is the way you know like this is what you got to do like this is like the cards that you're you're gonna play like this is the hand like you got to do it and i did i put my head down i just i did it um and then yeah i just got to a point where i was like i can't do this anymore i was like showing up every day to work logging on my computer and we're just like this is this is like hell like i i just can't do this anymore um and i i like through this process too i i passed my cpa like i have an active cpa license now Uh, i did all the things i was told but i was never satisfied with where i was at um so that's when i kind of really figured out like i need to do something outside of work um so through i guess trying to navigate the things that I, I, I guess, wasn't good at, which was my job, um, I figured out what I was, and I was bringing people together. So after we had that first run, and while I'm still working at Deloitte, and um, basically G- December to, to May is what we call our busy season. 
And okay. that's when we're working like 60, 70, 80 hours a week. So this is my busiest time of year. Okay. And what I think fueled me to get through that was that on my very scarce free time that I had, I was just, you know what, we're going to run every Wednesday, 6.30 p.m. This is going to be like my own escape. Okay. Um, we're going to be Newport Run Club, but I'm not really in this position to make this like this giant thing. It was just me and my friends just like getting together and running. So after making an Instagram and I think I, I think I found like some random janky picture on like Pinterest or something like that yes. and made it our logo. So nice um, though, Pinterest. Yeah, like Pinterest. Pinterest and like one of these like random like free caption apps and I just put a Newport Run Club over it. I'll fight it and send it to you. It's like the most janky thing <laughs> in the world um, with like some like Helvetica font or like some Times that's New Roman. That's the one. Yeah. No, I love Helvetica, honestly. <laughs> that, Helvetica 12, man. Yeah, 12. Yeah, always 12. 12. MLA format, go on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not an aerial guy. No, yeah. never. Yeah, you can't if be times you Roman either. If you're an aerial person, I think that's a red flag. Yeah. Because like, they want a Times New Roman. Yeah. And you're just not. You, yeah. No aerial. That's, yeah, no that's aerial. my takeaway so yeah. far. Have you ever messed with Calibri? Calibri yeah. font's good. Yeah. I've been doing because like, I'll make some stuff for the podcast and I think yeah. I mess with that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Calibri's, that's a good one too. Okay. It's very, very sleek. What's this one? Um, I couldn't even tell you, dude. Yeah, the hat's Cursive. a whole, whole, other, whole other beast that I've somehow figured out, but we'll get to that in a sec yeah um so yeah dude as so as like as these runs were progressing um and I, as i made an instagram one thing that i was doing because i had like just a passion for photography yeah um so i just kept bringing out um disposable cameras because it was pitch black and if you look at our early reels they're all like disposable camera photos and um that's so dope we were just literally just friends running taking pictures and i would just make a reel out of it um, or just throw throw it on the Instagram and just be like Newport Run Club every Wednesday six thirty p.m. and just seeing who saw it and it was literally just close friends and yeah um, yeah it just it was just so much fun we ran in the in the rain um and like that's the best that's the best I love running in the rain yeah it was actually the funnest I was shouldn't say the funnest but in the early days one of the funner experience experiences that I've had is everyone's all bundled up like running super close to each other the yeah. wind's like pelting all of our jackets and you hear it just like hitting the ground and your shoes are getting wet or feet are getting wet but we're just like just just doing it it's um, a moment yeah and i i guess when that happened the way i navigated both the job that i felt like i hated and just my own personal i guess mental i guess fortitude is the word i'm looking for yeah um i just told myself that every wednesday no matter what i'm going to make sure that we're all running or at least that i'm running 6 30 p.m and um as the newport run club instagram became what it was um we decided to get out of 36th street because it was pitch black and if we ever wanted our friends to meet us it was just seemed like sketchy seemed like a drug deal was going on okay, yeah so we decided to meet at ben carlson statue and run the opposite way here towards the wedge since it was lit up and it's probably a safer route since it was dark and pitch black yeah and then the rest is history from there and i found it yeah they're just a month ago yeah and so thank you for you yeah. know making this because it's been a great way for me to come home and meet new people honestly it's yeah. been pretty awesome and that's that's what your intent was isn't it yeah you know like so bringing people together like mm -hmm. how'd you how'd you come to that reflection and and like you're in this job and you're like in the past i've had these experiences with people i i, I have this aura this energy yeah. that like makes it easy for me to connect like is that yeah. kind of where you're at like how do you how do you focus you know like focus on a thing that you're good at because i think when we get stuck in our routines and we get stuck in the jobs that we're trying to you know make our parents happy doing yeah. and society happy doing kind of like forget and then it's i think i kind of panic sometimes i'm like i'm like i'm almost paralyzed and like mm -hmm. not knowing the things i'm good at so 
for you? Yeah. How did you know, oh, this is something I'm pretty good at yeah. and then take that leap of faith? Um, I think it's literally just trying things that you wouldn't normally try. Mm. Um, and to your point, it's like our generation, uh, I, most of us are college grads. Yeah. We have advanced technologies all around us. And like, if you go on any, I don't know, social media medium or podcast medium, everyone's talking about how to be wise and how to do this and how to do that. And everyone seems like they're so smart. But yeah, please, please go on. This is like, this is getting to me right now. Yeah, like if we're so smart, like one of my favorite quotes is, if you're so smart, like why haven't you learned to be happy? Who said that? It's uh, Naval Ravikant, one of uh, an angel investor and philosopher that I follow okay. quite religiously. Um, it's actually one of the things I quoted in, in my interview, uh, most recent job that I acquired. Um, but um, when I heard that, that stuck with me the most. Like if I'm, because I thought I was pretty smart. I did well in school. I was working at the top company in the world. And yeah. I felt like I, I'm so smart. I got here and I'm doing everything that people told me to do, but why am I miserable? And I think that's the reality so many people face is we think we're the smartest person out in the room or we know we're not, but we're told to do X, Y, and Z because it's what the smart thing is to do. Yeah. But so many people are just miserable. And I felt that same exact way. So I think when I realized what I was good at, it was when I was doing the things that was actually kind of like terrifying, the things that were actually scaring me the most. Um, yeah. Which was putting myself out there, making an, an Instagram in a club that could have gone nowhere, um, putting songs on our like posts or reels or whatever that people probably wouldn't like. Um, I was literally just, it was an extension of what I enjoyed. And it turns out if you just throw yourself out there and you you kind of just don't really think about the feedback or the the analytics or the response or the metrics or how many likes am I getting, you realize that there's actually a lot more people out there just like you and just like me than we think. Um, and the moment that was kind of coming to fruition was the moment when I saw that, you know, Run Club had like five, 10 people, but it was all our close friends who could probably just text to come. But then there was that one person that came that no one knew. It was like that one time That's that so someone awesome. just saw our Instagram and was like, oh, I saw this on Instagram and I was home for the weekend and um, I decided to come join. And that's when I was like, holy, holy crap. Like just someone random just saw this post and came. And then the next week we did it again. And then there was like four people that came that no one knew. And then the next week happened again where there was like six people that came that no one knew. And before I knew it, there was 20 people that came that no one knew. And it forced me to do everything that I was kind of intimidated by, which was one, people have to trust you and you have to you have to be there for them. And yeah. then two, it's like now I have to like speak publicly on a mic every Wednesday in front of 250. I was going to ask you about that. 300 people. Um, and I'm forced to shake hands with hundreds of people a week. And I, I'm so bad with names. I get so exposed sometimes when I forget someone's name. Yeah. But that's just the beauty of it. It's just the medium for people to actually go out in the world and shake someone's hand. It's That's it. Like that's how simple Run Club is. Like you show up and you're going to shake someone's hand. And this isn't like some Zoom conference. This isn't a dating app. We're going to swipe left or right and just hope you get some feedback response. You're going to go out in the world and you're going to do the very thing that you're you're scared to do. Do you think that's something that's just harder for us now in our own kind of demographic? Uh, I would say, yeah, 100%. Because um, we're in such a virtual world. Like yeah. I think ev everything we do is virtual. School's virtual now. Um, it's just so easy. Like work is 
mostly virtual if you're working remote or hybrid. Yeah. Um, the moment I realized it was becoming an issue when just my own friends in the neighborhood who moved here were on like Bumble BFF trying to make friends like, with other girls and like, trying to find other girls who just to be friends with. Yeah. And that's when I was like, holy crap, like are we in that deep of a pit where like the, the very people who move here and try and like start their life can't even make a single friend. Yeah. And I don't know, there's just like, the, there's an intimidation factor of going up to someone that you don't know and just being like, hi, how are you? Um, yeah. And, and honestly, like if I was, you asked me this same question a year ago and someone just came up to me randomly and said, hi, how are you? I'd be like, what do you want? Like, what do you want from me? No, <laughs> so, don't, yeah. don't tell me this because I'm trying to break this habit yeah. of my own. I'm like, I think yeah. I'm pretty good at going up to people, but it's always that like, yeah. How do you say the right first thing? Yeah. It's an art. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't even say it's an art. It's just having the courage to do the courage. it. Right? Like, so just for example, courage. like, like as a man too, like, let's think about just dating, right? Like I yeah. think for a man, um, or not even man, like male and female, just dating in general, like everyone is so like, I wouldn't say scared, but it's, it's scary to make that first move. It's, yeah. it's intimidating because you have to be okay that you know what like this may not work and i might get rejected but that feel that fear of failure is what drives a lot of people's inability to kind of break through and do something or challenge themselves or go out of the way to talk to that pretty girl you've had a crush on or talk to that cute guy that you've been seeing in at work or in your gym or, for, at, newport run or club. at newport run club um and um like it's just it's just i don't know it's just hard it's not easy like it's it's intimidating it's scary like it's you're gonna fail time and time again and one day you might strike gold um but that's the thing like newport run club for me was where i struck gold it just became the medium and kind of movement that i needed but for everyone out there like that same kind of journey is is there if you go find it how do you speaking to hundreds of people with a mic i was just there on saturday <laughs> yeah. standing up on this little ledge and you're yeah. like looking down at everybody and yeah. everyone's like you know dressed all nice ready to go on a little social run like yeah do you get yourself a little prepped for that no it was actually at the beginning i never needed a mic when ron club first started i had a little tiny jbl that's pretty cool i had a little tiny jbl and i was able to talk to like 10 people and just raise my voice a little bit and then it got to a point where i bought a little baby mic that was like this jbl like party speaker that had this bluetooth mic yeah. that was super janky and yeah <laughs> literally i think within a week like the the crowd outgrew that one where people couldn't hear me anymore that's crazy. So now i have this like big like pa system but navigating that honestly like it's it's kind of second nature now but at first it's intimidating because you have all these people who came out of their way to see and partake in this event yeah and for me, like, I don't, like, outside of the trucker hats, I don't sell anything. Like, I don't make anything. Like, there's no membership. There's no fees. So all these people are trusting me with their time, which to me is the most valuable asset to have an experience. Yeah. So I wouldn't say getting on the mic is the most intimidating, but just seeing how many people trust me to throw that on every week is what intimidates me. Because I kind of go up there and I almost black out a little bit. I just like say some random things and I get people to like shake, shake the hand of the person next to you, like give them a compliment. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Cause I mean, people aren't coming out of their way to just stick to themselves. And there might be some people who just want to stick to themselves. And honestly, like, I hope you still find like peace and like running through that chaos. Um, but I think the vast majority of people are trying, they just need someone to tell them, go do that. If that makes sense. And that kind of goes back to the first point. It's like the reason why we feel so lost in, 
after college or after graduating is because there's no one really there telling us what to do and when to do it. But for me, I run club, yeah. I'm kind of like forcing people to just like, hey, the person next to you that you're standing by, shake their hand and tell them you're doing great it's today. It's scary, dude. It's scary, right? I, I'm in the crowd. I'm like, <laughs> dude, yeah. I'm social, but like, yeah. I don't know. And if it's yeah. a girl too, I'm like, oh no, it's another yeah. level. Like if it's a dude for me, I'm like. Yeah, you're just like, oh, what up, dude? Like, cool. Yeah. We're, we're running the five. And yeah. I'm like, usually that's actually been the easiest way, I think, to talk to people is in the run. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, I've wanted to have the intention of like, because by the way, for people who don't know, there's like hundred there's like a, over 100 people i think we in, average around 250 now 250 okay yeah. so that makes sense so you're standing there maybe your friend's there maybe yeah. they're not like when i first came my the one friend that i knew that said to come here wasn't there so yeah. I was like i still i was so i was driving over so nervous by the way it's <laughs> yeah. like a, it's like a 40 minute drive so oh, damn. i'm like just like oh, shit I'm, like why am i doing this but yeah. i'm like i graduated i'm home yeah. for a little bit like i gotta meet new people like i'm bored yeah. so i took that leap of faith but it's like it was easy once i started the run like i didn't feel comfortable you know going or i didn't have the courage yet to just like talk yeah. to a group when i felt like everyone has their little conglomerate of friends but then yeah. on the run you're like next to somebody for like maybe 45 seconds you're yeah like, this is weird i'm yeah. gonna say hi like i'm not yeah. gonna like be next to this person and not say yeah. hi. and then that's how you end up talking because you're kind of yeah. just running and like you said from from the start this yeah. is why you fell in love with running yeah. you have your group of friends you talk yeah. and then just like that it's over yeah and like also too it's like there's some kind of like the ice is already broken because you guys are both running. You guys yeah, are both at the same going. place. And like there could be a point in time where you're both panting at the same rate. Uh-huh. And it's re- really easy to be like, oh, this sucks. And the person to respond like, yeah, it does. And the next thing you know, it's like, that well, is we have already, already have something in common that we, <laughs> we're kind of struggling right now. Yeah. And um, it's really just breaking barriers. That's really it. I think that's so critical. And I, I do or I am thankful that you have put the effort into this. And I think you do have a very nice demeanor. And so when it comes to like approaching everybody and, you know, setting this precedent for people yeah. wanting to like interact and have community, it's like, I think you are really good at it. And it, thank you. Um, yeah, just to affirm it because you, I, th- I think it is, it, it like does make it easy. And then people go into run club, like typically like trying to be social. Yeah. There's the bar afterwards. Yeah. Um, which is another layer of being able to talk to new people, which yeah. I found is fun too. You yeah, just got to yeah. drink. And I think that's also really yeah. fun. Yeah. I think the one thing that, really struck home for me with run club and where I felt er, really early on that this was like, I wouldn't call it my calling because it sounds kind of cliche, but this is it's not, it's th- not, this is my, this is my journey now. It wasn't about the people who came for the first time at all. I mean, I shouldn't say that it's about the people who come for the first time, but what makes more of an impact is seeing people who come back for the second time. And that's where it really struck home for me where people are genuinely incorporating Wednesdays in their routine. Um, and people are trying to get off work. They're trying to get off work early. Um, we start at 6.30 p.m., but we all know life happens and people rush over here. And sometimes I'll be sitting there, standing there on the statue. 6.20 comes around. I see this like sea of people starting to show up. And then yeah. like, I'll, I'll blink my eyes and 6.30 comes around. And I just see a wave of hundreds of people just walking up to the statue. Really? It is, it's insane. Um, but everyone at some point came for the very first time. And everyone yeah. is still coming back. That and is that's, cool. That's where, like, when you really think about it, like, that's the that's the beauty in Run Club is that people are coming back and it's for a reason. And friendships have been fostered. Relationships have been fostered. 
People have seen high school friends and middle school friends that they haven't seen in years. People are driving from 30, 40, 50 minutes away just to show up. Yeah. Um, I know a guy who uh, comes from Chino Hills to wow. show up. That's really nice. Um, and yeah, it's it's just it's just a medium that I think this part of California needed because it's really hard to meet people nowadays it outside is. of like the the gyms that you could pay hundreds of dollars a month to get into class for outside of I don't know the apps which people just hate in yeah, this day and age. Hate um, like but where else is there the media? Even like gyms the bars? are tough. Like are, bars are yeah. Like I mean, are you gonna go to the bars and? The music's loud, and you like you barely order a drink, and you're just like, "What?" So many people, yeah. and it's kind of try to say like, "What's up?" to like a girl, and they're, they're like, like, "What did you say?" And it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you just walk away, you're just like, "I'll oh, forget it, dude." Then <laughs> I walk away, put your head down, just like, yeah, put your sunglasses on and your yeah. Newport Run Club hat, and they yeah. can't find oh, you. Oh, and there's also a cover to get in too, twenty bucks to yeah, get in. It's like, yeah, fuck you, cover. yeah, literally. I know twenty bucks to get in, and then you're gonna go pay six bucks on this like janky drink in a plastic cup and you might spill it you might not everyone's loud everyone's the music's obnoxious. never good yeah and it's always like rattling your ear too. yeah it's like oh it's almost overbearingly loud you play really good music oh dude way. thanks man i is like i'm very particular about the music yeah, i'm probably myself yeah. and just for like the setup yeah um i mean what's that one yachty song from his new album Oh, uh, driving crazy! Like, yeah, I think that's all I need to know. Like, yeah. Once we play that, I'm like, okay, we like yeah. you understand. Yeah, I don't know how many people want. I mean, everyone has their own unique, yeah, unique, like music taste. But that's a that's a typically mm. good choice, and I think that's big too. So music usually sucks at the bar. Yeah, I think even the gym, dude, it's hard. Like, yeah, you, like you go with your one dude. Like, like you yeah. go with your friend. If you talk to a girl at the gym, it's like weird. Like headphones on. Like you're just headphones on. You're there. Actually, I have a question. Do you run with or without music? Uh, when I'm running alone, I run with music. For sure, you do. Yeah, because I feel like I've diagnosed myself with ADHD. I don't. Okay. I don't have it, but I I tell myself yeah. I have it, and I just need my mind is constantly running. Yeah, and sometimes no I'll pun find, intended. Yeah. Oh, literally, no. <laughs> all puns intended. Newport Run Club. Newportrunclub.com. Um, but like I feel like I feel like when when my when I'm running, music will be playing, but I'm not really listening to it. Like it's more of just like a distraction uh, from like me like listening to my own breath or footsteps and sometimes like my mind is in a completely different place all the Honestly. music is playing um it kind of just like i find a lot of inspiration for music surprisingly and i'm glad you brought that up it's because uh growing up like talked about how my dad would bring me to the wedge um like yeah. he would just have like back in the day just like this whole at, like envelope or folder just like cds after cds That's every dad. after cds my dad after has CDs. three bins of those yeah just hundreds of cds what, and he would just is, cycle them yeah. through his car we would just find random cds to plug in like all right we're gonna play guns and roses or metallica uh, yeah or the yeah. smiths or the drums the smiths, the yeah, drums. smiths yeah. or, um or new order or new order or nwa or wu-tang or it is uh, everything most def like mf doom like i listened to the Beatles. i listened to everything growing yeah. up um even like like 90s like house music and stuff like that like we i listen to literally everything and um my whole family um is hispanic so on my mom's side is they're all, all mexican and my dad's side's Colombian, ecuadorian and growing up too oh, even so my cool. dad's dad was no matter what time of day it was in the house there was music playing and most of the time it was spanish music but just everything that was driving my family at some point was just music all the time it's it's and yeah it's just it's so powerful too because it brings so many people together so um i don't know if you've seen it but even on run club i've created the spotify playlist oh um, really yeah there's a oh few. i didn't even know that yeah um I, I don't really like promote it that much if you find it you find it but it's on our like link tree whatever 
Okay. But early on, I was just like, literally, is just my creative outlet. Like, I'm going to put music out there that I like. Oh, I'm going to put pictures out there that I like. I'm going to just create this, like, medium that I feel like is things that I like. And if people enjoy it and people want to come back, like, that's 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 the key there. I think maybe part of that has been a reason for your success. It's like yeah. being so authentic and making it an extension of yourself like people can feel it. like there's like a difference when something is you know downstream and yeah. it actually is a part of who they are and so when it comes to music that's obviously a very emotional thing yeah that can connect with people like i mean i noticed that right away i like it was after the run i like i finished and like you're playing good music i'm like oh this is so dope yeah because i also i don't run with yeah. music i was doing long distance with um a friend of mine he taught me he's like don't run with music because yeah. you get like messages. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like a mental battle too. Yeah. Like you can go into the pretty yeah. dark place. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. Like last yeah. Wednesday or yeah, this was only two days ago. I ran with yeah. a group and then we were going so fast and I actually like, <laughs> I wanted to like die for two yeah, and a half yeah. miles because I also didn't have music. Like we're all just kind of yeah. like talking and then you go fast enough where yeah. no one's talking. Yeah. The wedge crew, they, they, they mob dude. And yeah. I like go because of my ego and yeah, like, it's, like yeah. my friends now. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I can't like, I can't bitch out. But, yeah. Um, music can really have an effect. And so I think yeah. just the way that you have conducted that and obviously the pictures, I need to look at the film. I need, I, I need to look at the dispos because that's a very yeah. vibey thing. Yeah, you you know? the, like one of the very first reels I've ever made was just all dispos. It looks so cool. Yeah, it was really, really cool too. Do you know what song it was behind? Um, it was, yeah, it was actually, it was like this remix by this dude. I think his name's Austin Mills. Okay. Um, he's like a music producer out of LA. But if you've ever seen his reels, he has, like, this beat machine. He's always, like, on top of a garage, and he's just, like, mixing these, like, cool jams. That's cool. And um, I think, I forgot what it was called, but it mixed, like, a, it was an old song. It's like, love like this before. And it was, like, this, like, remix. It was, like, three seconds, whatever. But it caught on. It went yeah. from, like, 300 views, like, 1,000, and... Uh, within like a month and I was just like oh this is so sick like this that's is crazy. so validating yeah I was, um, I was gonna ask how how validating has this whole experience been for you I I still it hasn't even hit yet that this is going on to be honest really like, it doesn't feel real it's like it just feels fake to me like this is this I can't believe this is even going on every single day um, <laughs> and it's hard too because right like like if it wasn't for Talia when those very first conversations of her just kind of even like bring this idea to light or kind of I would say validating like my idea to the degree. Yeah. Like this wouldn't be happening. Right. Like, and in those moments, I was never in a million years, just like, I want to be the founder of Newport Run Club. That is going to be this, the biggest run club in Orange County and this whole social media platform or this social platform. Yeah. Um, And even now, like after runs, people just come up to me and just tell me, thank you. And, or people who don't know me, they ask me if I'm the founder of it. And I, I did it's, that. It's almost hard to say yes. Cause I'm like, because it carries so much weight now and it's like i wouldn't say there's yeah. so much quote-unquote clout behind it but i was never in this position that i was like seeking this sort of position or role i just felt like this is kind of like my duty now and this is just what i'm doing for the people who need it most i need it yeah i know i, I, mean, I know i need it too yeah yeah i still feel like i'm just a member of the club right I, yeah. it's hard to even put myself in like your shoes of coming when it was already 100 200 people like it's it's hard for me to even picture that it's and, good to be to be like reminded i think if you can because it's still special and it's just so new it's kind of like the butterflies you yeah. get when you go to a school dance mm. you know because it's just like a ton of new yeah. people and so every time people come yeah maybe they like i've because i've 
do actually pretty well with talking to like new people and usually they're by themselves on their run and they're yeah. like oh i had my friend tell me to come but they're not here and i'm by myself yeah. and then we end up hanging out and it's that fear that a lot of people get over and i think maybe it's the it's like the rush it's that adrenaline yeah. of meeting new people and having such yeah. a great time yeah putting yourself out, out of your comfort zone and then having it work out oh, and yeah. being like oh that was such a good time because yeah, yeah. in psychology i learned that unexpected reward is more valuable than expected because your dopamine was able to it's like able to spike more oh, because okay. you're not able to like i don't know why exactly i can't go into depth this is one of my professors from my last class yeah. but so if you come into to run club and you're by yourself which i did and i'm worried and i have all these thoughts i can have yeah. like you're not gonna be anybody you're gonna yeah. be weird all these yeah. cool yeah you, all people. the negative thoughts are just everyone flying. looks cool yeah. everyone like has their friends and yeah, then if people you end up meeting plan people, their fit too yeah i know everyone's <laughs> yeah. got their fits you know like i think about it like yeah you know but and then you get there and you have to meet people you're like oh that's such a good time and i've met new people that's it that's yeah. why people come back yeah i don't i honestly don't know if i've met anybody where like they've come and then they haven't come back yeah like personally yeah. i'm just I'm, I'm just one of the noobs i'm just one of the newbies yeah so you're getting a little I still feel like I'm feedback. a newbie. I mean, arguably everyone is still a newbie. It's only been going on for a few months. That's crazy that yeah. it's only been it's not even a year yet. Yeah, it hasn't been a year. Um I'm planning like this like little little fiesta for our one year, which should fiesta. be fun. Um TBA. But um yeah, that's a crazy thing too. And it's like um I never really got into psychology and the science behind it, but I, I feel I do feel like I really dove deep into like philosophy to that yeah, regard always um and there was a book i read in college um i forgot what it's called i think it's called on photography okay um i i don't remember who wrote it but the the purpose of the book was describing um what 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 is a medium and i think the project that we had is basically defining what a medium is and the result of that project was basically understanding that the medium is the message so looking at run club and if you want to really break Run Club down to what is it that it is, it's just the medium that allows people like you, people like me, people like the hundreds of people who are showing up to just be themselves and get out of their comfort zone and essentially just like do something that they thought they would never do in their life, which was maybe run a mile, maybe run two miles, maybe run three, maybe run a half marathon, maybe run a marathon. Yeah. Um, I mean, I ran my first marathon this year, and I again going back to hating running. Let's go! Why did I sign up for that? I don't know. Yeah, am why? I gonna do it again? Probably, but am I stoked for it? Probably not. Yeah, never. Um, and that in and of itself is the message. Um, it's just people who are showing up with zero expectations and finding this whole new world that they're falling in love with. Um, yeah, and I think that's attributable to what our successes and. I mean, I don't know. There's hundreds of run clubs out there and they all do extraordinary things for the people who are involved and like their, their communities and yeah. the, the partnerships that they've created. And they're probably a lot more organized than we are um, on the back end. But for some reason, run like Newport Run Club has just exploded. It flows. It's just I think, exploded. I think it's the name. Could be. Name, like, yeah. like the name people here. Mm. I don't think a lot of people are active here. Yeah. Um, it's just that it is a certain community I mean, I don't live here, but I feel like everyone's kind of the same. Like everyone's just really outgoing and yeah. fit. And I think that kind yeah. of demographic of people that want to like put themselves out there and run, yeah. it's kind of a certain person. Yeah. It does take a certain person. Right. For sure. Yeah. Funny thing is like, <laughs> um, I know my, uh, like my roommate, 
one of them was really involved at the very beginning, but one of them, uh, it took him like six months to show up, even though I was running Seriously? it. Seriously? Yeah. Um, shout out to Ryan. Um, on, Ryan yeah, I was always like run, giving bro. him shit. I was like, dude, like just come. He's like, nah. Like, well, he also has a messed up knee because he played baseball. Oh. Um, but we have the hot girl walk crew too. That's growing too, surprisingly. Like, because if you don't run, you could walk. Dude, if you don't yeah. walk or run, you could just meet us at the happy hour after. So there's really no excuse for virtually anyone to not show up because we're covering, hopefully, most areas. Yeah, meeting up at Helmsman. Speaking of partnerships, I have this little thing. I was going to ask you, are you a matcha yeah. guy, by the way? Yeah, I love matcha. So, I mean, I'm just starting out, right? I'm yeah. just a little potter. Mm-hmm. And this this little thing. So I like drinking coffee, but this is magic mine. Yeah. I saw it. I didn't even know what it was, but it's like a little yeah. shot thing. So like, yeah. I'm, I'm just sipping on a little drip right now. And it's it really just reduces your chance of crashing so oh, it, it has these ingredients yeah. in here i would have some extras i forgot to bring no, <laughs> okay. they're better chill i yeah. this is like warm so you don't even no, know what this okay. right now but yeah it's just like some ingredients it's like nootropics adaptogens oh, okay. and like i don't know it's just it's kind of dope it's yeah, like yeah i didn't expect it obviously i'm you know i'm like building my own name so it's cool that like they're like a cool brand that reached out and yeah that's awesome um and i like drinks i like being able to socialize over yeah. you know coffee but this this actually kind of helps me if i'm like doing editing and stuff it's like it's kind of chill. Yeah. Um, and it allows me to focus. There's like lion's mane mushrooms. I don't know if oh, you're a big okay. mushroom guy or not. Yeah. But I I, I like worked at the farmer's market for like a, yeah. like half a year. And so you learn about the yeah. mushrooms and like cordyceps, all like the fungi yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just good stuff. And it's just like a little daily shot. So I would rip it right now, but I am holding a microphone. I don't want to spill it on myself. <laughs> but That's um, fair. if you are interested, you should check it out. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit, little bit pricey. But you get a little pack, and it's just just a daily shot. So if you like your coffee, he's yeah. sipping on a nitro cold. Nitro cold I don't even know what that is, dude. I couldn't even tell you what it is to be honest. Ethan, Ethan thought it was like eight shots of espresso, <laughs> and then no. but I don't know because the cold brew is like really yeah. concentrated. Yeah, stuff. I don't know if there's like nitrogen in it or what, but it it's just like a oh, would there actually be just, nitrogen in it? I don't know. I don't know. So if you, I'm not a science guy. If but, you feel like you're crashing, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it really helps and yeah thank you magic mind honestly i really appreciate you yeah, guys. magic mind and hey if you guys are interested in trying some magic mind for yourselves i've got some good news you can actually use my code and go on to magicmind.com slash real talk you can get up to 50 percent off your subscription for the next 10 days with my code real talk 20 again it's magicmind.com slash realtalk, and the code is R-E-A-L-T-A-L-K-20. It tastes actually pretty good. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a matcha guy, yeah. so the fact that I can down a shot... Actually, you know what? I will, I will put one down because I just, <laughs> I just, I just had the yeah. coffee. I'm feeling a little buzz right now, but I know it's going to hit like in Ooh, five yeah. minutes. I just... I, it kills yeah. me. I think that's what's good about the nitro is like I kind of just sip it gradually. Like I'm not going to shotgun it and just like go out and just enjoy my day. It's just like Who shotguns a, coffee, bro. I mean, you'll be surprised. I've had some I've had some buddies who shotgun a few double espresso shots, like the cans, like you know like the Starbucks cans back in my college days. Dude, I I don't even know. I I worked at a cafe, so <laughs> oh, I'm really? super like pretentious yeah. about coffee. Like, oh, nice. Like give me a cortado or a, Yeah. Which demon know what a cortado is? I mean, I, I've heard of it, but I've never... Is it just a different I, I, different measurement of espresso and, like, milk or espresso and, and water is. or something like that? I think it's, like, four ounces. And yeah. And I think it's more espresso yeah. than steamed milk. Oh, uh, okay. And it's supposed to be had with um, 
with like a seltzer water just oh, so you can yeah, cleanse yeah. your palate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's a whole different level of stuff. But yeah. um, I mean, with coffee and like matcha, like I think that's sort of recovery. Do you find yourself with running? I mean, like, how much are you running and like, like, like what kind of stuff do you drink? Um, I would on, 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 say. On like a daily too, you know, yeah, freedom I'll, working and stuff. Yeah, I would say probably when I was training for the marathon, I was just running like crazy. But it was also the busiest time of my year. So it was just like Wednesdays and maybe okay. two other runs. But right now I'd say I'm I'm probably like anywhere from three miles to 10 miles a week. Okay. Very casual. Yeah. Because um, I like to train. I like to do other things. I like to just be active. Um, so running is just like a supplement to all that of like my lifestyle. Yeah. It's not my focus. Um, but there will be times where it does become my focus and it, it does kind of transition. Um but yeah, I could always lace up the shoes and go for like a little 10 miler, which is kind of crazy to say because I know. a year or two ago, if you told me to go on a 10 mile run, I'd be like, dude, I, dude, same. I, I'm not even going to bike 10 miles, like let alone I don't know run. where that comes from, but then your mind is just able to adapt. Yeah, right? literally. Because you were yeah. at that place. I was at that place before soccer players. Yeah. You just are accustomed to two miles or your sprints. Yeah. Ethan's a big sprinter guy now. Yeah. Uh, that's how he gets his le- his leg mass increased. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. now what? We can do seven or even for the run club, it's like 5.7. I'm yeah. like, okay. Yeah. I mean- when I was training for the marathon, I think I ran 20 miles on a Sunday. So I started at, where did I start? I think like on 36th Street or whatever. Or all the way here, ran here all the way down to the wedge. And then all the way back up to Huntington Beach Pier and past it actually. Dude. And then all the way back. And I just ha- like enjoyed the rest of my day after that. Yeah, isn't that which crazy? Which is crazy, right? How, how, how early did you start? Uh, I think we started at like 7 a.m. So we're done by... I don't know, like 10. Dude, it takes a while. Yeah. You don't realize that you're running for two hours. Yeah. You're like, holy... F- yeah. How do I think about it, too? Like, that's that's like two episodes of, like, succession right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good reference. Yeah. Like, if you think about how long an episode feels sometimes, and if you think about running the entire time, it's... That's why it's so daunting for people. Like, if you told someone who isn't familiar with running that I just ran for the past two and a half hours, they're going to be like, what is wrong well, with you? Well, it seems, like, not feasible, Right. Yeah. If you don't have the experience yet, like even for me, like I had to kind of be like, oh, I'm kind of confident because I was fast and two mile. But even then I'm like, can I do six? No. My yeah. mind says no. Yeah. I can't do eight. Yeah. And it's just, it just takes another person to push you. Yeah. And that kind of brings you back to going to the wrong club. You just yeah. you find yourself doing three miles with yeah. some randos and you're like, this is actually a good time. <laughs> yeah. That's actually how I, uh, how I ended up signing up for a marathon. So yeah, I was only going to do the half marathon, but I was running with my buddy, AJ. Okay. Who's one of the. I guess first people who ever came to run club when I was just trying to invite all my friends. Yeah. And, um, we were going to run like, I think eight miles, I think. Okay. And we ran to the wedge and back and we were like, wow, we feel pretty good. Like, let's just keep going. And then next thing you know, we're at 10. Yeah. And from there we we're just like, what's another 5k? Like, yeah, like, that's just a run club Wednesday. So we just kept going. And before we knew it, we our eight mile run turned into a half marathon on like a random Sunday. I was probably I think I was not feeling too well that morning too. I had a night out the night oh, before. Sweat um, it out. Yeah. So I was just sweating it all out. And then before I knew it, we ran a half marathon. I was like, Oh, well, did that already. <laughs> so decided to go full marathon. Um So that was that was the driver where like, yeah. you're like, Oh, okay, let's find the nearest one and I'm gonna yeah. sign up for this and do the whole plan. Yeah. And the funny thing is too, like this was when Run Club was maybe like two months in, three months in, because the okay. OC Marathon was in April, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, it's like April, yeah, I think April or May, I forgot. But um, I decided to make a Newport Run Club team to sign up for it. And I think we ended up getting like 60, 70 people to sign up for either the half or really? the full marathon. Yeah. 
um, we sold like these shirts, like little singlets for it too. And it became like something that we all were cohesively training for. That's so and, special. It makes yeah, it so and much we better. all had like our Strava group. Everyone was like kind of tracking everyone's miles. Hey, what's your Strava name? Uh, so we can link I up. think it's Jake Luna. Jake Luna? Yeah. So not not Jacob? No, I don't think it's Jacob. I could be wrong though. All right, I'm John Rednicki. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you know how to spell my last name, just look at the podcast. But follow yeah. me on Strava too. I don't have yeah. that many followers, but or I want to go on. Uh, yeah, just follow Newport Run Club on Strava. We have a whole Strava group. Oh, yeah. what? It has like weekly stats of who's running, where people are running. Okay, well, that's all helpful. This, yeah. So Newport Run Club on Strava, Newport Run Club on TikTok, Newport Run Club on Spotify. Um, if you ever need to reach out to me, jake at newportrunclub.com. Yeah. Um, our website, newperonclub.com. There's no Instagram again, I forget. Uh, J Moon, J A Y Y Moon underscore. Yeah, I, I, I don't even have that yet. Yeah. I just had you on my phone as Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is sus. What's this dude's last name? Yeah. I mean, did, it's pretty easy to remember. Just did like Jake did you even know my last name? I, I mean, I knew it because when you first texted me, you oh, said, I texted the whole it thing. said maybe John, John, what, how do you say your last name? Rudnicki. Rudnicki. But, yeah. but Polish, the way to say it, Polish is Rudnitsky or something. Rudnitsky. Yeah. yeah. I, I did some yoga class. I played enough Polish. Modern Warfare 2 where I could probably enhance my <laughs> Polish accent. <laughs> hey, I'm a quarter yeah. Polish. I know nothing about my culture. Oh, okay. I just know Lewandowski. Yeah. yeah. He's great. Oh, Lewandowski? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's a stud. He's a footballer, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I know you're talking about partnerships like oh, earlier, yeah. too. How, so how have you done with that? So, you, like, I think it's interesting to hear that you've been turning away a lot of partnerships. Yeah. And then you kind of wait for ones that either feel like they align with you the most or people yeah. that have actually come. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely like, uh, I don't know. It's like an, it's like my instincts, right? Like there's, yeah, there's people, exactly. who, there's people who come out and like have no experience or relationship to the club who just like, they just throw hell Mary's like, Oh, like we want to partner and you want to give your crew 20, whatever percent off to come to my store. But in my head, I'm just like, I'm, it already took a lot of me out of me to tell people where and when we're meeting every Wednesday to now like drive them in different directions. And yeah. the best way to describe like my view is run club is like this giant train that's moving and it's not stopping. And my job as like the founder and CEO of run yeah. club is to lay down all the tracks in front of it to make sure this train doesn't derail. So when I think about where like this that. train's going, um, I think about all the tracks that I'm laying down for it. And obviously as like the train moves and moves faster and it gets bigger and bigger, I want to make sure everyone who's on the train is like, has a, a valuable experience. So what can someone offer the club that's going to give that to them? Like Lululemon, all the girls are already coming to run club and the, the gentleman of Lululemon as well. Um, and they were finding so much value amongst their team and how their team was bonding. So they wanted to extend that olive branch to allow us their platform to bring the uh, our members to as well yeah um hell has been very similar instance where we've partnered with them um just as a way for us to try and find a happy hour afterwards okay. early days of run club the very first run club we went to wild taco after oh nice yeah we all just grabbed some food and some beers yeah like 10 of us um and then after that we started going to chihuahua which is right there on 32nd oh yeah, yeah, yeah and we're, same thing just getting food beers afterwards just no no biggies, probably like 10, 15 of us. And God. then I literally just reached out to Helmsman on a whim and was just like, I want to find something that has a lot more space, a lot more room and where we could just come to afterwards and call this like our home base. And yeah, it turned out to be really valuable for us and was probably one of the better decisions that yeah. I've made. Um, so yeah, that created value for the club. 
Um, same thing with Freelance Coffee. I, I knew the owners there because I was just going there every day. You want to talk about cafes? I'm a coffee addict. It's okay. Yeah, nice. Um, me too. So yeah, I just hit them up or I saw the owner there one day, one day and I was just like, oh, I'm thinking about starting a run club. And um, would you mind if we like start and end here on Saturdays? And they go, oh, yeah, fine. Go for it. Like no big deal. Yeah. And they didn't realize how big it was going to turn. Um, so those are like our three big partners that have just created, allowed us just the medium to connect and um, bring people together and have been so gracious to us to give us their space to do so. And then everything else along that is just trying to figure out like what to do next. There's no real strategy here. There's just making sure that the people who come just feel like everything's genuine. Everything has a, has a purpose. And um, like, you're not going to be sold some random, like, I don't know, some random junk just because like we want to get like a commission off of it. Um, so yeah, the whole thing that's really funded just the club's growth is just the trucker hats, which are everywhere now. Dude, freaking, do people love them? Dude, they love them. I was sending yeah. people your way on Wednesday because I was oh, yeah. people in there. Yeah. It, was, it was people that went up and asked for either the free yeah. hat or they're trying to get yeah. the pink ones or whatever. We used to do that. Yeah. But it, it's I just, couldn't, I couldn't buy too many hats because there's so many new people now. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> if you think you about it, everyone at one point was new, right? So yeah. if everyone got a new hat, that's like 300, You're 400 losing hats. so yeah. much. Um, and then, uh, yeah, honestly, just like any other business, you just have to put money down and just just hope one day it's all going to be worth it. And I've just swiped my credit card on so many random things just to like keep the f- club afloat. I've had to learn so much, like how like how the heck do I build a website? Like how do I even make these trucker hats? I don't know. Um, yeah, the website looks great, by the way. Oh, thanks. I actually looked through that because I was yeah. like, I was looking for your name. You don't have yeah. any information about you, and then really, or do you make it more about the club than I, your personal? About, yeah, it's all about the club, dude. I was just, I was just curious about yeah. that. Like it's not like run club isn't about me at all. Yeah. Um, it's just about the people who show up because there, there, there is no club without people showing up. It exactly. would just be me on a, on a mic similar to this, just like yelling at myself. Um, <laughs> just look, just blending in with all the homeless people out there on the pier. <laughs> but shout out to homeless people out there. They're so nice and genuine. Like I, I know some of them are like, um, Vietnam vets and they've gone yeah. through some stuff. Um, and I've, I've, I've given a few of them run club hats too who are showing up too. There's one time where a couple of them were just like sitting in the background and all had their run club hats oh, on. Oh, that's I was, so sick. I was like, oh, damn. And they kind of like gave me a little shock. Well, um, they're all they're all cheering us on. And I, yeah. I think it's fun when people from their houses are kind of like oh, encouraging yeah. or like kids. I was dying on my last run and some two kids were sitting on their little ledge in the game. Oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah. It's so cool. Oh, my God. You guys yeah. are so great. There was one summer where some house was handing out jello shots on our turn. What? Yeah, it was nuts. I had like three of them. Can't approve of that. I, actually, no, I did not have any. There was no alcohol on the boardwalk at all. Um, <laughs> it was it was, a, it was a run. But yeah, someone was handing out jello shots. Uh, were, no, it wasn't jello shots. It was a gelatin substance. Gelatin, it's Jello. Mm-hmm. Everyone likes Jello. Yeah. So way to appeal to the crowd. Yeah. And they, they're just literally ha- like standing out there with a giant. That's platter. us. Just think about that. Yeah. If people can mess with them. Oh yeah, but it turned out to be all right. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you take your leave of faith. Hey, beer is also yeah. good for after run, right? Oh yeah. Like after you did your marathon, did you get a beer after? Oh that? yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's all it's carbs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's crazy, man. Like I, again, like I, by day, I'm like a licensed CPA in accounting and the an accountant and like this whole thing is just literally like so unreal that it's even happening yeah um, what's your day now because you uh, quit your job two months ago and yeah now so a new one now i work at a fintech company um cool. as a as still in the accounting function but it's fully remote um i'm working more of like automated processes uh cool. for the startup um so it's less accounting more process improvement okay. um so just creating value there um which giving me a lot more flexibility to just do run club and 
um, have more free time for myself. And have today. Like, I'm grateful yeah. that we can chat and connect. Yeah. And it's a Friday. Friday at 9 a.m. For some reason, though, I feel like people just don't work in Newport. Really? Yeah. Because I, I mean, I'll go do run an errand at like noon on like a Tuesday. And I just feel like there's so many people like in Pilates classes, yoga classes, workout classes, and just like cruising around PCH. I'm just like, what the, what the fuck do people do? Is it, do is it just the here? hybrid life? I don't know. Like, I just feel like there's always people out doing something, people running, surfing. Like, I said, I checked the surf cams. I'm like, how the fuck is so many people surfing right now? It's like, how 1 much is it to live here? You know? Yeah, it's a lot. Right? Yeah, it's a lot. Like, where are you at right now? I live right up Superior, right by Hogue Hospital. I don't um, know what that is, but is yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's like five minutes from here, 10 minutes from here. Oh, that's so nice, dude. Um, at least from here, because there's so many lights and like traffic. You were complaining things. about that over text. Yeah, the I was complaining about that. Yeah. yeah, I was like, dude, there's so many people crossing the street, so many lights, God so damn many it, stop signs. Yeah, stop. on the floor. It just, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I live right up the street. Like I run, I run here most of the time. When I want to do my long runs. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's a beautiful place to live, man. Like That's great. it's the boardwalk is nice. Like streets are clean. Like people don't really have to worry about their safety too much um yeah and yeah it's just it's paradise man like even now it's what november what are we in november right now it's yeah november 10th what is it i don't know what day are we filming nah, this no i don't even know you what, day, what is. day is it do you know doesn't matter yeah. it's november and but it's yeah we're warm. just like look at this people on boats like out on a bay like i'm wearing a sweater but honestly it just it's just vibey just that's vibes why. yeah just the fall <laughs> the fall fit yeah <laughs> the fall fits are real bro yeah. like you want to like be able to dress a little bit yeah people saw ethan hot. just using board shorts and a tank top or in a shirt ethan you want to yeah. stand ethan come here for a second yeah get get in or maybe even like the better camera you should go like, behind yeah we're yes. honestly just posing right here it's not even that cold like, it's no it's yeah not. this is this is the this is the real fit. Yeah. You're in this angle? Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. Dude. We got board yeah. shorts. The shoes are on. Got it. We got no shoes, by the yeah. way. The dogs. Yeah. Dogs got to play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the fact that, like, the fact that Ethan is just sitting there comfortably on November. You're incredibly comfortable, aren't you? Or this no matter what. No matter where I go. We're going to a snowy place, hot place, shorts to the shirt. Yeah, Ethan and I bonded over doing morning swims and it was cold as Ooh, balls. Damn. That's We're going to do that again, by the way. Okay, yeah, yeah. see? <laughs> yeah. We just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be insane. A yeah. club on morning swims. Bro, people would not want to do that, dude. There actually is a morning swim club here in Newport, too. What? Yeah. Do you want to start that? San Clemente Morning Swim Club? Yeah. yeah there's a San Clemente Run Club, too, right? I think I think there is. I think yeah. it's at like 8 in the morning. I think I see them. Because we would do rides at 4.30 on weekends. And like we see people, I think, get together on Saturdays. Yeah. Um, with the girl who started it, or one of the girls, her name's Juju, I believe. She came to run, like Newport Run Club one one Wednesday okay. a while ago. Super sweet girl. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> like, even she was like blown away, like when she came, and she right? was like, "Dude, like, what did you do here? <laughs> like, there's so many people." And I think San Clemente Run Club, um, like d- down there, she's done a great job, like yeah. just branding it. Like, I've seen some big partnerships that she's off to check able, it out, been able to get, but um. It's yeah, closer it just, to me, dude. it's <laughs> yeah. No, you can't leave us. You can't save, leave us. That would save me so much time. No, I mean yeah, I, I do both. You know, yeah, just do both. I'm yeah. killing the environment, dude. I know. All my carbon emissions that I'm yeah. giving, actually, yeah, it is. It is. It is the carbon emissions that uh, it's my ecological footprint is oh, just yeah. worse because of your own club. I know, dude. I know. We got to go green. 
We gotta like go just, green. We gotta create like a little ten mile radius, or else you can't come in. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Yeah, that would have to be really messed. Yeah, uh, that would be pretty messed. You would lose up. a lot of awesome people because yeah. the awesome people are outside of Newport. Yeah, I know. I'm totally kidding. He's not. He's not Newport. He's yeah. dope. Yeah, we just everyone get some e-bikes and just, just mob. Yeah, that's a whole thing here. I yeah. don't know if it's everywhere in the U.S., but at yeah. least in Southern California, every other kid that's in eighth mm-hmm. grade has an e-bike and yeah. is. Cro- this is a random rant, but crossing a lane in front oh, of you when you're driving. Yeah. Especially in San Clemente, dude. It's so bad are, in San Clemente. It's e- so bad. Are everywhere. There's been yeah. some bad accidents. No, oh, I can imagine. Like bad. Yeah. Like um, you are, you're familiar with trestles, right? Of course. Yeah. I mean, you can't not be, right? That'd be really embarrassing. Yeah, it would be pretty embarrassing. Um, but geez, just the e-bikes that are just lined up at trestles, or it's just nuts. that's dope though, because they're all yeah. like living by the beach, mm. like they're all close, yeah. and then they just take their surfboard and yeah. go. That's so. But cool. But it puts in perspective how many e-bikes are there. Actually, not to plug another. Another brand, but I got my e-bike from San Clemente. Did uh, you? Murph. Murph. Murph Electric Bike. Yeah. You want me to plug for the, because <laughs> he works for an e-bike company. Yeah. Murph's fine. Yeah. Check out, check out Murph. Um, yeah. If Jake says it's cool, then I agree. Well, I didn't do too much re- too much research, but um, I just liked the attachments that they had at the time. Okay. Um, and it was like just a little expensive, but my corporate big four accounting job gave me a little bit of an allowance to play nice. with. Yeah, dude. Um, the big four. There's good perks, man. It's good perks, but like I think if there's any message that people get from this podcast, it's just like if you're just unhappy, just get out and do one thing that you're uncomfortable with. Like go to a coffee shop. Like just go. I challenge like so many people. Go to a coffee shop. Okay. Order a cup of coffee. If you see one person in there, just go say hello. Introduce yourself. What's your name? Like where are you from? Just make one conversation. I feel like one random interaction a day will Feels like so good, dude. Yeah, it's so right. That's that's the antidote. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Just one random interaction a day, and you feel like you did something. Yeah, you're just like, whoa! I met someone totally new. Like, oh crap! This person has a mutual friend, or oh crap! Like, we both work out at the same place, or like whatever yeah. it is. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just, a good message. Yeah, to it, to to walk with. I know. Yeah, so literally. If you're listening, try <laughs> go to a cafe. If yeah. you don't like coffee, mm-hmm. go or to a tea place. Actually, you know what? You know what's easier what? to do? Go what? on a walk. Go on a walk. Go, and just go pet a stranger's dog. Not that I'm advocating to go pet random people's dogs, but you know, there's like there's, easiest small talk. There's a of lot time. of things that people love to talk about, and one of one of those things is their dog. So easy, dude. What? I don't have a dog myself. I I mean, I've been down the rabbit hole of trying to consider one, but if you talk to someone about their dog, they could go on for days. That is, yeah. I'm like, if I want to pick up a woman, I just need a dog. <laughs> it'd be so much easier. Funny that you say that. My roommate has a dog. He has a mini golden noodle. Just, just kills it. Yeah, <laughs> he just, just goes on a walk. Cu- cutest, cutest little thing. Yeah, that's like so easy. for us because like uh, I have two other roommates, but when the, like his name's Griffin. When he's there in the house, we're just like, oh, it's fucking Griffin. But my like my roommate takes him out on a walk. He's always just like meeting just new people. So it's not great. even just like chicks. It's just like it's just people just, are just nice. new people. Yeah. I like saying pet your dog. I like saying good morning to random yeah. people, even if it doesn't mean anything. Or even yeah. on like the runs that I do for your place, yeah, yeah. people are passive. They're kind of giving me enough eye contact. We're like, <laughs> I'm not gonna say good morning to someone who's literally just walking by and won't acknowledge me. It's kind of yeah. nice, even yeah. if we don't talk. Yeah, one random inter- interaction a day is like pretty healthy, I would say. Or just yeah, just uncomfortable, being uncomfortable, being like, comfortable while being uncomfortable. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the key. We say that every single episode. I swear yeah. to God, it, it really? just comes to that because. Yeah. The people that I try to get on, like, they got something in their life. They're, yeah. uh, you know, a social person. They have certain values. Yeah. And usually they're pushing themselves. Usually they're, you know, they're trying to get out of their comfort zone. And yeah. 
they're probably reading books that would yeah. teach them that. Yeah. And uh, listening to podcasts. Yeah. So Matthew McConaughey does say, try to be comfortable while being uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I'm also curious too, and we're moving towards the end of this. I don't want to hold you too long. Yeah, no, I'm, I've all um, But you started off talking about, this is, this is a while back, um, about just the information and different mediums that you're consuming about how to be so smart yeah you know like when you yeah. when you go on youtube and youtube's insane for yeah. how successful that's been Dude, but like the podcast on there you see david goggins you yeah. see um huberman huberman Huber pod although so how yeah. do you like do you ever find yourself battling your own feeling of worthiness like i think when consuming that kind of information this is something that i personally yeah. experienced and this is just a question that i have just been thinking about recently because you know i'm like producing my own content yeah. and i I want to reach a certain level of authenticity and it's like what kind of information is out there and there's yeah. there's good stuff out there. But there's like, a lot do you ever, of stuff. Like, do you ever feel that or is that, or, yeah. you know what I mean? From those, like, from like those very successful people telling yeah. you a way of living. Yeah, like the hyper successful people, like I admire them, but at the same time, it's like there's a balance between consuming too much of that information, I feel like for me. Um, yeah. so I feel like, for example, I come from a more of a business background, like accounting fighter. Yeah. Um, I'm like my clients were like the biggest investment managers in the world with crazy. One of my main client had like $2 trillion in assets under management, which if you think about that is crazy. I, cu- I couldn't, it would take me like five years just to count to a trillion. And like you read so much and you consume so much information about business about how the world works about how your mind works about how to get out of your comfort zone but yeah. like let's say for example let's use business like you could read a hundred books about business but at the end of the day like go make your first dollar online like go go set up a depop and sell your used clothes and go make your first transaction like exactly the moment you get out of consuming the information and you actually live it that's when you you i wouldn't say validate the message but that's when you really feel like oh shit like i could do this too but if you kind of just sit back and you just like consume, 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 which I was doing 100%. I do it. I have so many books in my, in my room. Yeah. Sometimes I've, I've only read like half of them. Sometimes I read like a chapter and put them down. I get to the half and sometimes I fall. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I'll just read like one thing and I'll get like the message that I wanted out of it. And I just put it down, kick it to the side and get another one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's hard because like, there's so many, there's so many just hyper successful individuals out there that are telling you you're not doing enough and it sometimes it, put, it could put you down or sometimes it could motivate you but like sometimes you just literally have to shut it all off and just yeah. go do it like, yeah literally just just do it not like i mean shout out to <laughs> nike but literally just do it <laughs> that was nice um wow and yeah I, I don't know it's just like like we're on this podcast like we're talking about our experiences and like we're talking about like all the things that we've done Right, but like at the end of the day, like you had to film your first episode one day. It's oh, probably it's terrifying. So scary, you dude. have no it idea. Sucks. You have no idea what you're doing. Like you don't know what camera to do. You dude, don't know no. what aperture your camera needs to be on. What exposure you need to be on. Just, yeah, just help. Just help. Me. Yeah, you like you don't know you... like anything about photo editing nope. or like video editing. So, no. You don't like yeah. Like oh, do I get a full frame camera? Do I get a mirrorless camera? Do oh, I get it's a so DSLR? expensive. There's so many things. Um, yeah, like what frame rate do I need to be at? Like, is the audio working? Like, mic check. Um, check. and like oh like is this gonna come out okay yeah um same thing with run club it's like i have no idea what i'm doing i still don't know what i'm doing and i'm honestly convinced to be honest that no one really knows what they're doing everyone just look kinda at ha- you everyone kind of just has an idea you're insane like if you go to like even in my big corporate job like you ask someone questions yeah. and like sometimes they're like i have no fucking clue <laughs> i have no fucking clue this is <laughs> like the so big funny. four this is like the like creme de la creme 
accountants of the world. And sometimes people are like, I have, I have no fucking clue what you're, we're talking about. That's crazy, though. Yeah. So, like, I'm just convinced no one really knows what they're doing. People just have the experiences of how they got to where they got. But at some point in time, everyone took their first step somewhere. And, like, it doesn't even need to be philosophical. Like, just fucking, like, you want to get big arms and, like, you want to be, like, swole and you want to go work out. You're going to have to lift some heavy shit. If you want to go run and be a long distance athlete, you're going to have to run some fucking far distances. Like, you just have to take those steps. One, one step at a time. Literally. You know, I get so down bad on runs that yeah. some, I'll, I'll, yeah. just, I'll just, I'll just yeah. stare at my feet oh, and dude, go yeah. one step at a time. Yeah. That, you know, yeah, like, yeah. when you get to that place. Literally, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a dark place. Yeah. And, and then like, you realize, again, like, no music, miles, right? Yeah, no, no music. music. So you're like, oh, f- I still have three miles to go on this. I'm actually, like, yeah, it's... I literally might die. Yes. Yeah. That's your music that can help you. You yeah. can, like, get your way through the next yeah. few. Dude, there was one time when I was, like, trying to learn how to run. Which is weird to say, but like I feel like running like long distances, like yeah. you have to. It's like a learned skill. It's a skill. Yeah, but there was one time where I ran to the pier from my house, and I just called a buddy to pick me up because like I can't get back. Yeah, like, my I've been feet there. hurt. My I did calves that like a hurt. month ago. Yeah, I ran from my house to the San Clemente Pier, and I was like, Dude. "Dad, are you back from your appointment? Can you pick me Dude, up?" Dude, it is humbling. It's a humbling experience for sure. So to hear uh, that from you, from the head of Run Club, yeah, getting picked up from your friend, crazy, yeah, you gave up, yeah, I gave up, dude. No, that's, that's such a good point. I hope yeah. people that consume whatever I make, yeah, they know, like I'm stressing, bro. Like, yeah, this stuff isn't easy. No, you know, I have to arrange this. I got to put myself out of my comfort zone. I yeah. got to believe in my work, just as you got to yeah. believe in yours and stand in that and make your reels, make your, yeah, you know, and just like, I think the, I think the way that you let go and you just let things come to you because yeah. you're just expressing yourself in the most authentic way. I think. That probably plays a factor into you yeah. just being so successful and it being so downstream and yeah. me having a good time there, wanting to bring friends to, to go and meet new people. And so yeah. I just really want to acknowledge your experience in that. And also empiricism is a word that I like to come back to. Just yeah, means it's knowledge from experience. Yeah. And I think for me, if, if, if that comes from getting all this advice on YouTube from like breakups, yeah. how to move through that and you're yeah. like, okay, cool. But you don't know how to do it until yeah. like you end up just kind of getting over a breakup. Yeah. Or you actually go through one, right? Or you go through yeah. one. And like that's what it takes. And so for you to yeah. go through this experience, and then I'm just grateful that you can be vulnerable about it because yeah. I think it's rare to get someone to sit down yeah. and actually get into their life. Because again, I'm one of the people that go to your own club and I see you as this beacon <laughs> of light. <You're laughs> Dude, someone <laughs> called me the mayor of Newport the other day. That, I was, I was, that fits. I was just dying. That is dude. synonymous to beacon of light. <laughs> yeah. To me, so. so I was like, oh, dude, you're basically the mayor of Newport. I was like, oh, just, God. You got your mic. It's like this thing, bro. Yeah, literally, you're just standing, I'm standing over. It's like, run club. Run club. Uh. Yeah. And I get to have this little lens into your life. Yeah, and I'm very, yeah. very thankful yeah. um, that you are here talking with me. Yeah, man. No, I'm just grateful to be on here. And like, again, just like life in general, just fell fast, fell often, and just keep doing it. Just like, keep doing just it. Just keep doing it. No one knows what they're doing. Everyone thinks they're. Everyone thinks they have a grasp on life, but dude, it's gonna throw you so many curveballs. Like you're gonna have to fail fast, fail often, and just keep doing, keep doing the damn thing. Um, and that's how like all the that's how all the glory is had. You know, like you don't need to have a plan. Like there's no ten year plan for Run Club. Like I have an idea of where it could go. Yeah, but I don't even know what I'm gonna do next month. It's all just up in the air, and I'm just gonna figure it out on the way. Again, like putting the train tracks down and hoping it all makes sense. There's no marketing strategy. There's no email outreach there's no like i bought this 500 hundred dollar course of how to start a run club like none of that yeah dude. the course like, stuff yeah there's none of that dude there's That's just funny. like there's no like oh like buy my here's my amazon storefront like reach out um actually that's a good idea for us new pro club having an amazon storefront but there's like there's there's just i don't know there's just no 
like people look at Run Club for what it is, and to to people like you and the people who come yeah. for the first time, they're like, "Oh, this is a well-established organization that's it probably is. been going on for years." But it's been going on for months. The CEO is admitting that he still doesn't know what he's doing, but I'm just figuring it out. And that's literally life, right? That's like the message. Like you don't need to have it all together, and no one does. No, no one, one does. does. No one does at all. Any other things that are on your mind? I mean, that was a really great. I was going to ask yeah, you what it could have been a good outro. Of, I was. I mean, it, it is. I was yeah. going to ask you what your what piece of advice you would give your your younger self. And uh, I think I feel yeah. like that message encapsulates everything. Yeah. About life. Yeah. Genuinely. So like. Yeah. I think you said that really <laughs> well and linked yeah, it with yeah, your yeah. own club and the train tracks. I love. Yeah. I love the train track. Yeah. Analogy. I could get, I don't know. I feel like I could get pretty philosophical and with all these analogies, but. Very, very it's, well spoken. It, it just comes down to just, just don't, it sounds so cliche, but if you feel like you don't have your shit together and you're still living your life, it's probably because you're doing it right. If you feel like your life's a mess and if you feel like, oh shit, like, like this is all this shit is like coming down on me. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Good. Cause you're going to figure it out one day. And when you do, you're going to look back two years from now and you're like, oh crap. I remember the days where I had no fucking clue what I was doing. Like I was single. I was not working out. I was, yep. I was probably not where I wanted to be mentally. And like two years go by and you're like, oh shit. Like I'm in a healthy relationship. I'm strong. I'm fit. I've found all these people around me. Like if your life feels like it's coming down on you, good. Cause you're going to figure it out. Um, if you feel like you're not, if your relationships aren't strong, good. Because you're going to, you're going to figure it out. If you feel like Oh, I want to see my family more often. Good. You're going to figure out a way to go see them. Figure out if you don't feel like you're not making enough money. Good. Cause you're going to figure out how to make more. Um, and like, that's just the message. Anything is like, just be okay with not being okay. Those are the stories that you actually talk about that are yeah. fun. Yeah, be, I know what, it yeah. would be interesting if you were sitting here and you're like, dude, life's yeah. easy, bro. I know. Shit. Like I got that shit figured out. Like, yeah. Run club. Yep. Did it. Yeah. Hundreds like, of people. Yeah. It's like, yeah, imagine like the story. Imagine this whole podcast is like, oh, yeah, I got a $20,000 loan from a friend. That's a lot of podcasts, yeah. right? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, I got a $20,000 loan from a friend. And uh, yeah, I had 300 friends who were already running. And I just corralled them. And uh, yeah, I hired a bunch of people to figure it out for me. And here <laughs> it is. No, dude, I fucking figured it out from the start. I put so much money on my credit card. I'm just like trying to yeah, buy merch. Yeah, the credit card. Merch. Yeah. That's how Make these is. hats, which I designed on my couch, by the way, on a whim. Dude, how do um, we design hats, bro? Yeah, we can talk about it. It's so easy. That's so dope. Yeah, it's so easy. But the thing is, it's not the hat that sells. It's the message of the hat. Like, what is Newport Run Club? Like, the the median. The product sells The medium is the message. Um, Grow. Yeah, yeah. back to that philosophy. Yeah, so that's where, like, that's where it grows. Like, the medium is a message, right? So, like, you, you create the medium to allow others to spread that message. And it just... That's what because the product is. is intriguing because yeah. they feel like they could yeah. identify with this yeah it's identify with that yeah, message exactly. that community yeah and I'm proud program. to be part of it yeah and I'm thankful that you created it yeah any, any anything else you want to plug I mean you're you're doing great all on all facets of, the, of like the socials but what do you want to put in yeah I mean let's uh, let's have this conversation in a year from now let's see where Run Club is a at. year from now yeah I remember or a year from now literally but we could have this conversation as we're not even at a year for your own club which yeah. is crazy think about that. Yeah, ten like, months. That's nuts. Yeah, I want to be there for its birthday. Yeah, I will be. Yeah, it's coming up, December twenty first. That's wait. Is that the winter solstice? Is it? it? Might be. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, the shortest day of the year. <laughs> That's a dangerous run if you do a run. It's just dark. It'll probably be like a glow run. Like get a bunch of glow sticks. Oh yeah. Yeah. I want to do get, get like a glow headband or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I'll make I'll make it fun. But again, see, I didn't even know it was the winter solstice. 
I don't know what's going to happen from a month from now. I know my calendar stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, except so the leap year the stuff, you know? <laughs> no one knows when leap year is, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out, like, why we still, like, move the time. I thought that. Oh, it's like just, I think it's like lobbyists and, like, just yeah. government stuff. Like, my dad was yeah. so mad about it. I thought that changed. I thought that was not going to happen anymore. But then I it came up. Some people just still say no. And they're like, we're not changing it. And so now fair. we were going to do the episode at sunset. No, yeah. On Monday, this is cool too. Yeah, so I'm vibing. This is nice. Yeah, a little morning. I know. All these nice little yachts going past. Like, oh, oh, these are so pretty on this side. I didn't yeah, even... like what do these guys do for a living? It's like, just let me take my boat out Friday, at at whatever time it is now. That is so chill. Yeah, just think about that life. Jesus Christ. Oh, and Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> hey, Jake. Yeah, shake my hand. It was so yeah. awesome talking. Pleasure. Yeah, we'll and... do this again in a year from now. Maybe or we we'll, have to know what day. It is. Yeah, I know. After well, we, after we turn this yeah, off, let's I'll see where check. yeah, let's see where Run Club goes in a few few months and a year from now. That'll be a few months will be crazy. I don't know. We'll see. I get and for it. and for my own pod too. I gotta see where this Just gonna ends figure up it too. out. Well, Jake, figure it, out. it was wonderful talking. Yeah, and until next time. Yeah, shout out to the people cleaning up the beach. By the way, also keep your beaches clean. Yeah, yeah, respect, please respect the community. And again, just just live life, man. That's it. Mic drop.